Hi, it's Jeff here. Before we start our latest Six Nations pod, just a quick word to remind you of the Harp and Guinness Pint Predictor League. If you think you can break the scores from this year's Six Nations Championship better than our panelists, then why not prove it by first downloading the free Fanzo app, then joining our league, just enter the code HARPIN, that's H-A-R-P-I-N. There's a signed copy of the book on how to become a pro rugby player by Brian Moylet to be won by the best score in a single Six Nations round. The leader so far is Andrew Byrne with 67 points, and you'll have two more chances to beat that. And of course, you can also win a free pint from every match just by getting close enough to the right result. Right. Hi, my name is Jeff Pagano, and welcome to the Harpen and Rugby Preview Show. Join me to look ahead to this week's United Rugby Championship action is someone earning cap number 48. Welcome back to Mr. Neil Kigo Keegan. How are we? Uh, I hope you are well. And just to make sure everyone is uh, is aware, I'm wearing a dry robe. I'm not going for a swim. It is just so cold in our house that I have to have to wear it. So it's a bit shiny on screen. Hopefully, it doesn't ruin everyone's weekend. Just to confirm, it is not a wet robe. Okay. <laughs> okay. Listen. Now, before we get to this week's uh, preview, Kigo, why don't you tell us what you thought about the win over Italy last weekend? Yeah, it was, you and I were talking and we were kind of going plus 30 and um, it obviously didn't work out that way. I, I do feel we had we had 24 in the midfield as opposed to 25 in terms of numbers uh, on jerseys. Uh, I think that's a, an issue. Um, so two 12s and, and there was a little bit of complacency between them and, uh, and our 10. So I think that's something that the lads, the, the team management team can take and run with and say maybe with Frawley coming in this weekend, Osborne back in this weekend, that might be another option uh, for that 13 channel. Uh, but no, like, it's a win. We got out of there. But, like, it, it's nothing to write home about. It's a kick in the bum, and it's, you know what I mean, we move on. It's, what was it, 14 points, 15 points? Like, yeah. we just we, Let's just move on from it, you know? Absolutely. Okay, well, listen, now it's time to start harping on this week's feature match, which, as you can see there, is uh, Edinburgh v. Leinster in uh, round 15 of the 22-23 BKT United Rugby Championship. It kicks off at the Dam Health Stadium at 5.05 p.m. on Saturday, March the 4th. The match is being broadcast on Chichi Kahar uh, via play, uh, also known as Premier Sports and URC.TV. Now, Leinster named their starting lineup on Thursday, so let's have a look, starting with the back line. At uh, fullback, uh, Kieran Frawley. The um, wingers are Dave Carney and Jordan Larmer. The centers, Jamie Osborne and Liam Turner. And the halfbacks, Luke McGrath and Harry Byrne. This, this should have an OnlyFans page, this back line. Like, it's, it's unbelievable. You look at, okay, it's great that Frawley's back. Um, and he's back at 15. So this is, is that his least played position? I don't know. Like, he's, mm. he's played all over the place. But we have him and Osborne on the pitch. Jordan Larmer is playing hungry again. He's, he's a bit big and he's, he's a bit angry again. He's, he's back to his showy, offy ways, his, his fancy feet, which is great. I think Dave Kearney, we're going to look back on the job he's done in that blue jersey. We're going to look back over points and kind of pick memories of things he's done for his 112-year career. Um, but anytime you've got Frawley and Osborne on the pitch, I'm happy. The guys around them are just, uh, they're equally as hungry. They're, 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 their push for that green jersey is not over. Uh, and so we're going to see games like this where they have an opportunity. They will have a lot of time. They will push. They will try. They, not that they don't, but they will try more than usual. Uh, and it's going to be great. Like, you can't beat that back line. You can't argue. 
Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of talk about like, um, like, obviously it's great to see Frawley back. A lot of talk about where he's playing. Like you say, he's a fullback this time. Um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of theories out there for that. Is it that, is it something maybe Andy Farrell wants to see him playing there with a view to maybe the world cup down the line It'd be good to have more versatility or is it just a uh, Leo said going into the, these four games against Cardiff dragons, uh, Embra and stormers, they were taking that as a block and it would be mostly the same match day 15s playing in those games. And you see that here. And the only <laughs> difference has been at fullback. So maybe it was just a case of he wanted to make sure Harry got another game at 10 and maybe Jamie got another game at 12. You don't know, but whatever it is, like you say, it's an awesome looking back line and the forwards is, is pretty much the same. So let's have a look at them. Uh, the front row is uh, Michael Milne, John McKee and Michael Ala Alatoa. Second row, Ross Maloney and Jason Jenkins. And the back row, Reese Rudder, Captain Scott Penny and Max Deegan. It's, uh, again, okay, we'll, we'll back row will come to you, but the, when you look at front row, the more minutes they get, the better it is for minutes together. It's better for us. And, and like, this is, this is another week together. And I think it's, while, while you look at them and you go, they're solid, um, there's very few times we'd be setting up t-shirts for them in the line out with all due respect to them right now but the more time they get together the more time they're in in competition together the better this would be um i think al alatoa is is really coming along i think you know in that position where we know tiger is going to be taken care of um and we know porter is going to be taken care of on the other side these the ones and the threes are, are going to need to really uh, really put themselves in the shop window you, you know you could be looking at a semi-final where one of the guys are injured and one of these two are going to step up. I know we've got, we've got Ed Byrne and all these other players as well, but they're, they're also wrapped up a wee bit. So I think when you look at Michael Milne and Al Alatoa, they have to have big, big showings going forward now to put that pressure on the guys to come back. Yeah, and how, like you say, having played together again uh, for, for a few matches in a row, that'll help them uh, settle in a lot better and, and maybe put in a better showing. And uh, like, you know, they're the only change from starting the last time is he's Jenkins coming in uh, mm -hmm. to start. And sure, Brian Deeney will know full well how much the team needs Jenkins back playing the full uh, full shift so um it's it's good it's good to see him back in the starting lineup so we'll we'll see we'll see how they get on right so that moves us on to the bench and um at 16 we've got uh, Lee Barron uh, then Jack Boyle and Thomas Carson sees out the front row then Brian Deeney at 19 Will Connors at 20 and then the backs are Nick McCarthy Charlie Tector and Rob Russell yeah uh, McCarthy we, we've spoken about him before he's always worth the price of admission he will get some time as well uh, and in terms of the back line, they'll all get, they'll all get time. They'll all get uh, a decent amount of time, actually. I feel, I, feel, uh, I feel they'll kind of get maybe 15, 20 minutes each. Um, you know, certainly the, the, I, I think the, the backs will. Sorry, I'm looking at the screen here. The backs will get some, get some extra time, which will be great for them. But McCarthy's brilliant. Again, you, when you look at where we are in the season, you look at this block, you look at where we've come uh, so far, there's a lot of players who need the minutes Frawley obviously coming back, Osborne there as well. Um, they need to get those minutes built up when we get back to, to European rugby. And there's a lot of these players who are not out of contention for squad places. So, you know, every single game now is an important game. There's no nights off for any of these guys. Yeah, they'll be definitely looking for an 80-minute 80, 80 performance, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so now we're going to have a look at our opposition, which of course is Edinburgh. And uh, as, like as always, my graphics department will put their names up on the screen, or if you're listening to the podcast, they can be found in the program notes. What do you make of their lineup, Kigo? 
they're doing what they can. Like it's, uh, I, I, again, I've got to watch it because I went overboard last week at the Italy game. Um, and so I've got to be careful. Edinburgh, if, as we always say, if you're going to pick one team out of the 30 who start the pitch, there's very few Edinburgh players who get a, get, get a start. I think their, their bench is a little bit better um, experience-wise. But, you know, you've got Jenkins sitting in there, uh, Jenkins and Maloney, who are hungry. And you've got, uh, is it Sam? I'm just looking at it here. Sam Skinner, who doesn't even have a picture on Ultimate Rugby. Do you know what I mean? So, like, we've, we've got to balance this out with, you know, Jenkins, the, 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 the second row is going to steamroll them. I, again, watching my phraseology after last week, be professional, but there's a big score in this game. Yep. We had um, Embra's answer to Harpen on Rugby, uh, Sandy Smith, the Bergwatch, um, on a pod during the week. And uh, he was saying they were, they were they really wanted uh, Buffelli back at fullback. He's, a, yeah. he's key to them. He takes all their kicks. And uh, there'll be more. There'll be, he's, he's, this is exactly the kind of game they want him, they have him for. And, uh, but they know, so you look at their back row, you got Crosby, their skipper, um, Hamish Watson and Mata. I mean, that's quite a back row. I mean, we've got a, we've got a more than decent one too, but uh, they, you know, th- there are a lot of areas where they will be able to, to challenge us. And, uh, you know, a couple of names on the bench there, Vanderbilt and um, Haining as well. So uh, it's, you know, considering it's uh, right in the middle of the six nations, it's, it's, it's not about, uh, not about squad they're putting out yet. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, but you, you can see what they're trying to do. You can see they're, they're going to try and squeeze that front row. They're going to try and squeeze as many penalties as they can and be, be hopeful that, the, that the, the kick can be made from kind of five meters in from the halfway. That's the plan. That's the game plan. And we thought it was going to be similar for uh, when we saw Bealham lining up there in, in the front row in the green jersey. We thought they're going to aim at the scrum diagonally across. That's exactly like that's what Edinburgh are going to try and do. They're going to try and squeeze that front row. They know that the second row on the back row can do the job, but that's where our front row have to be confident in each other, confident in the time they've spent together and know precisely what each other is doing. Not that they don't, but they have to be comfortable knowing that the hooker is going to be able to stop a drive, so, you know, stop a diagonal drive uh, because the strength in the, behind them is going to be there with Jenkins, which is why he's there. You know, aside from being a, a, a mutant of a guy, great skill and all that, he does that in the, the, the second row that we need in the big jersey as well. We're hoping Hendo does not in the big jersey, but he will um, stop, that, uh, stop that scrum creaking backwards if the, the front row are found wanting. And I think that's what Edinburgh are going to try and do. Yeah, there was a stat online um, today that we, they, it's a little bit misleading, but we haven't won in Edinburgh since I think it's like 2016. Now with the way the league is now, since the South African team, teams came in, we don't play in every stadium every season. Yeah. So there's, there's been gaps, but still it's a, it's a place where we have lost uh, in recent times. So uh, we definitely not guaranteed to have everything our way. Okay, so now we're going to have a quick look at the officials. And it's, as you can see there, it's uh, Craig Evans uh, from Wales holding the whistle. And uh, there's his officials, uh, his fellow officials there. The weather for Edinburgh on um, Saturday evening is meant to be cloudy with showers, uh, four degrees, cold enough, um, 47% rain. Uh, so, you know, interesting conditions. All right. Um, which brings us, of course, to prediction time. Now, as we're recording, the Munster v. Scarless game is about to kick off. So uh, how do you see that going? I Listen, I've been, I've spent a week being nice about Munster again. Um, I, I, I'm delighted that... You've earned some credit in the bank. Yeah, well, I'm wearing, I'm wearing a red T-shirt, but even with my blue uh, dry robe on, like it's great that he's coming back. It's, it is important for rugby that they are starting to turn a corner. They've stuck with the coach. 
and the guys are responding. There's a long way to go, uh, but it's great that things are starting to work. Um, I think they'll win. I, I think they're they're kind of on that run of form. It's not emotion that they're running on. So before, when they would get a couple of games, it was a pure emotion, and that runs out in any endeavor. They're, they're, it's their skill and their ability that's getting them over the line now. Um, and I, I, I think they're going to win. I've no idea by how much, um, but they'll win. Let's let's go, let's go by two scores. Two scores, okay. And uh, yeah, I mean, the kind of a we've all been talking about what's been happening in Welsh rugby recently, and uh, the, the the kind of the theme for our predictions is that everyone but Leinster is actually playing a region this weekend. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Saturday Dragons against Connacht. I don't know. Um, my heart's always with Connacht. Let's just go Connacht by. Five. Okay, and finally Cardiff against Ulster in the other provinces. Yeah, uh, I think it's Ulster again. Relatively close enough, I reckon five points. Yeah, they had a good win at uh, the Sharks last weekend, and that they really kickstarted their season. Which, of course, leaves us with our match in uh, in Edinburgh. It's uh, I got it very wrong last week. Um, let's go fifteen. Let's go fifteen. Leinster by fifteen. The ghost is exercised. <laughs> right, we're going to leave it there. Many thanks to Kigo for joining me for another previous show. Everyone check out his website, kigolaughs.com, for news of his latest gigs and also his podcast, Apologies Up Front. Links, as ever, are in the program notes. Yep. Sorry, one last thing. Um, I'm not being nice to Munster because I'm going there next week for a gig, but I am in Limerick next, uh, next Thursday. So if you want to come and lambast me face-to-face, I, I will be there. Kigolaughs.com for all the details. I'll- all a complete coincidence, indeed. Yeah, <laughs> and as always, be sure to join the conversation on Mastodon throughout the match, and then maybe head over to our Facebook page at full time and leave your thoughts there. In the meantime, enjoy your weekend of rugby wherever you are, and stay safe, everyone. Slán. <laughs>